You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. to another episode of the Fantastical Football Podcast. We have jumped in our episode stream to our week 13 wrap-up. And uh, for the last two weeks, we haven't had an episode. Uh, my apologies, guys. We're having server issues here at my office. I, I'm having server issues. It's actually a Discord thing, not necessarily a connectivity thing, just so you know. Um, and just but, so you know, it was the best two episodes ever. Yeah, you guys will never get to listen to it. That that's the tragedy of it all. Like, I feel like this week is kind of like, uh, uh, we're gonna do this you know, again. You know, the ironic part was last week's episode. Not only was a great episode because it was a drunk episode. Yep. But it was like the one episode where we had the most people on at the same time. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing show for it nothing like i listened to the what what discord did did capture when we recorded and we hadn't even gotten to all the good parts yet oh my god like there was talk about a buffet at a strip club and for whatever reason my mind was blown all right i was already like a couple (laughs) of shots into it we had been drinking for a good 30 minutes prior to this and I was just like, what the hell? There's a buffet in a strip club. It's a thing. Yes. That is highly rated, supposedly. Uh, and supposedly. Then, and then you, you know looked what? up. That was a lie. I checked the Yelp reviews. They were not that high. <laughs> and exactly. You checked the Yelp reviews, which just left me even more mind boggled because I was like, wait, who's leaving reviews on a strip club? Like... Who the hell on the food, that? of all things, right? right. On the food, about the, oh. we gotta have that Yelp food. No, right? you read one where it was like the girls were just average looking, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, <clears throat> my personal favorite was the, the the waitress that used to work there that got beat up by the bartender. What? Yeah. <laughs> I vaguely that remember that one. Oh that wait, oh that's right. There was a review. Oh man. And I wish we didn't lose that audio. The The cool thing was, like, we did have a Facebook Live recording of that episode, and I deleted it. Like, it's just... <laughs> well, it's... There's no editing a Facebook Live video, okay? And there was stuff said, Okay. <laughs> There was stuff said. There was stuff said where I'm like, okay, look, I'm not trying to burn any bridges. I'm pretty sure we talk shit about some friends. And that's just what we do when we're drunk. You know, it happens. But I don't know what you're talking about, Mikey. What happened? Yeah, I don't know, Mikey. 
Let's not. I don't feel like I thought like we just stop a combo right there and move on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For, for those viewers wondering, there was no John and Candace story this year, unfortunately. But damn, we tried to get one. Uh, I'm your host, by the way, Mike Check, and we have Candace with us. Hello, hello. We also have Lil D. What's up, everyone? And we have Candace's IRL BFF, John. That's a weird introduction. I know. Well, okay, again, this is stuff that was said in week 12, and I'm just bringing it back up because... Like, okay. my real-life best friend, like... Well, yeah, I mean, this was stuff that was said last week, right? It, it was funny then. I just, I was I was counting on it to be <laughs> funny now. a lot of stuff said last week that I can barely remember, basically because of our inebriated state, but... Yeah. Uh, I wish I would have recorded on my own side just to hear back on it. I was, yeah, I was pretty well drunk, but I do remember, I have pretty damn good drunk recollection. Let's just say that. Apparently. Apparently. And I, I never get hangovers, by the way. So. But your body's rejecting the moonshine at this point. Yeah, at this point, yeah. I think it's just like, look, Mike, I think we're supposed to be sipped. We're not supposed to be chugged shot by shot okay you're supposed to enjoy us by the sip and it makes sense because that stuff is flammable flammable Which af we know. we know because we we had a science experiment at that bonfire it was fun it was fun well you you might not get hangovers but oh man i had a hangover and it wasn't <laughs> even like a nausea inducing hangover it was like yeah. my head couldn't focus hangover and I have to multitask from my job. And, oh man, I had a hard time the next day. Oh yeah, you know we need to we need to consider moving these drunk podcasts to the weekend or something. Probably a good we'll idea. Have, we'll have to do that. But then again, we won't be talking about a lot of football. But it's like like in week twelve, we didn't really talk about a lot of football. We didn't. In, in fact, we spent probably a whole hour talking about that strip club because. <laughs> Who the hell puts a review on a strip club? That just, just still, it boggles Somebody the mind. Somebody who eats at the buffet. Probably, but... <laughs> Let me just say that there are reviews for other strip clubs that I can personally vouch for that those reviews oh. were accurate. Oh, they're not good. No, they they were accurate. They were good. Oh, they were, they were accurate. <laughs> okay. He's like, I would know. Clearly, I didn't write myself clearly. a review, but uh, if I had to, <laughs> pretty at least four stars. There were there were lots of funny stories shared last week too. Okay, uh, one of my favorite ones was of John and the strip club, um, and his IRL BFF. These things happened, but not in the way you would imagine them. Right. <laughs> I feel like you made that sound so much more worse than what it needs to be. I think we should just leave it at that now. We should leave it at that and just let people make their own conclusions, you know? No, we, right. we, we shouldn't. But there is someone out there that looks just like John's IRL BFF. Okay. Like Goppelganger? Did I say that? Yeah, Doppelganger. I just remembered that story and now I can laugh again. <laughs> I feel like that's payback. You you had John last year with kind of an embarrassing one. 
So he hit you back. Unfortunately, that part didn't get recorded. So I had to bring it up. It was my duty as commissioner to make things fair. Um, okay. So <laughs> I have I have a couple things. I can't talk. Gobbledygook. <laughs> you have a doppelganger. <laughs> Yeah, I have someone who looks just like me out there in the world, unfortunately. She has a gobbledygook. Does she work? She does work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she, she's a working girl, all right. Oh, yeah. That's just <laughs> Let's just say she works hard for the money. <laughs> all right. Oh, man. And I wasn't on Facebook Live for that. Oh, man. All right. So. Uh, a couple of things that you guys may have missed in the last two weeks. John has to get a tattoo. Um, yeah. He had a life-changing bowl uh, against Candice. This was their second matchup in the two years that we've been doing this. In year one, Candice lost. She had to get a tattoo. All right. Yeah. In year two, John lost. Now he has to get a tattoo. Uh, we didn't really, We didn't really get into that even in week... 11 or 12 i forget we did actually <laughs> oh what was i that drunk that i forgot <laughs> okay. you might have been actually. okay wow okay apparently i don't it. we talked about it but yeah like we went into like the how the uh viruses have like different faces they have names <gasps> oh yeah okay so yeah. It, he has to do the matching dr mario tattoo because that was what you got in year one you got dr mario throwing a pill or in the process yeah. of throwing a pill so john's getting the three viruses then in that in that video game um wow and it's got to be the same location same size and everything uh complimentary arm yeah. okay so you guys be like stand by stand side by side and just be like here you go <coughs> there you go uh, that's that's pretty legit that's pretty cool um <laughs> uh, are you gonna do the same um the tattoo artist or are you guys gonna oh yeah we've got to keep it consistent Besides, I kind of want to feel that artist out because I also want to get, like, the Imperial symbol at some point. And which I said that I'll also get the Rebel Alliance thing because that's kind of... I mean, that's on you. That's that's entirely optional. But, uh, <laughs> no, we yeah. should. We should have complimentary tattoos, too. Because I was gonna Plus, get, uh, I was gonna sl- get a sleeve of one of my family and then one of my chosen family, and you guys would be on it. What can I say? Aww. Right? So what's right. going to represent Candace? Um, Probably an owl or something. An owl? Yeah, Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were going to say a pole, but I, I guess that was just as good. <laughs> I'm sorry. I did it just for the look on your face right now. Yeah, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> No Tinkerbell, I mean, you obviously get, was. Or, was I mean, go. Since, since, since she really, she's a really big fan of Halloween. You can get a couple of pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. <laughs> I like you. Where you were like, where are you going at with this owl thing? <laughs> uh, and I feel like I should have better. I feel like I should have known yep. better, but I didn't. <laughs> You guys say stuff sometimes, and I still just walk right through the door. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. hilarious. 
Um, so anyways, let's just go into the news, guys. What do you guys What do you guys have for this week? Well, there was a really interesting article that came out uh, about yesterday's game, uh, which would have been uh, the uh, Cowboys and uh, Baltimore game. Oh, about Des Bryant. Des Bryant, former Cowboy. Yeah, so apparently Des Bryant uh, tested positive for COVID-19 right before the game started and was ruled out. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, was that he was already practicing out there on the practice field with everybody, yep. including saying hi to his former teammates and with the Cowboys. Like shaking and hands, the article. So the article mentioned that uh, according to the NFL, they followed all their safety protocols, but the article also points out that, well, you know what? The first test that they reported on was inconclusive, and then, you know, at that time, Des Bryant hadn't been ruled out yet, but eventually another test came in that confirmed, no, he is COVID-19 positive, and so at that point is when they, like, okay, you got to isolate, go into this, like, room in the stadium and away from everybody. Uh, but it kind of calls into question the whole contact tracing procedures because it's like, well, if he was already positive and then he went yep. to go say hi to all these people, are you yep. like, mm. what What protocol do you have? Because, I mean, it seems like he possibly exposed a bunch of people. But Absolutely. And, and that's uh, that's another thing, too. Like the, the players are just like, really? Like they've they've postponed games for a lot less uh, exposure than what Des Bryant had. You know, one player test positive. They trace back that he was in the same facility as other players, and they've benched benched players. They've um, they've postponed games um, like to to the weeks even. Um, so it's like at that point, even though they had a scheduled game, even though they were ready and about to televise that game, like. You have to be consistent <laughs> with uh, some of the things that you've been doing to this to this point so far. Well, do you well, feel like they also kind of felt like the damage was already done, so we might as well just let them play? Like, who- I, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm yeah. not trying to defend the NFL. Like, I definitely agree with you. If we have all these crazy, I think, unnecessary rules that you've put in place and you've made other teams follow them and games have been canceled. Why did this game get to go on? Yeah, no, that's a, that's a fair enough question. And, you know, part of the reasoning is that at that point, you know, the show must go on. (laughs) You know, I, I think that's kind of a bullshit reason, but that was essentially all that boiled down to was that, um, the protocol was to bench the one player that was positive, um, but not to put in um, COVID reserve all the other players he could have co- come in contact with, which would have made, um, which would have made for like a, almost a no contest because he was in contact with so many players uh, on the practice field during warmups. Um, and to me, to me, that's bullshit. Because they've done far worse to other teams in this league so far. Um, and they made the exception this time because they were already there. And it's essentially curtains up and the show's already on. You know, there's already fans in the seats. They already started to telecast. 
and it's time to just play on. So I, I, well, I think that was where. Well, you know what? I mean, I don't know what you guys are talking about because to me, the NFL has been pretty damn consistent with the motto of every game must go on. Damn <laughs> the COVID, you know, exposures. <laughs> so in that sense, they've been pretty damn consistent. But I True. mean, the way they rationalized it in the article was saying like, well, not every contact is the same. You, we look into a lot of factors of how long they were together and what, you know, how far apart were they, blah, blah, blah. So basically they're saying like, well, if he did contact people, it wasn't long enough to expose them. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, like the five it, minute lot. rule, right? If you drop something on the floor, you've got like the five minutes. Like, <laughs> it's five seconds. I would hope that it's not five Sorry, minutes. Sorry, yeah, five seconds. I was going to say, what? Five minutes? Hey, just to follow up on that Des Bryant story, I thought it was funny. Kind of a side note on it is that uh, he tweeted, you know, right before the game, out, once he was out, and he's like, you know what? Uh, I'm out for the rest of the season. You know, it's too much Ooh. for me or something like that. And everyone's like, what? Like, he tested positive and he's quitting all of a sudden. And then, like, wow. I guess some people were following up like, hey, are you serious? And they finally tweeted back saying, no, I'm just be, I'm going to be smart. I'll be back. But I was like, what mm. the heck, man? Like, what would have caused him to, like, want to quit just I don't know what it was. It, was it frustration with the procedures? Was it, uh, you know, maybe like being scared of, of, you know, just having been infected with COVID? I don't know. He didn't really clarify, but it was kind of an interesting, like, first reaction. You know what? I'm quitting for the rest of the season. Yeah. I, and for that for that matter, there's a lot of other players, too, that have done the same thing. They've, they've sat out the season um because it's not worth the risk so i don't know maybe he came to that conclusion and then was like 180 um in other news i have one for you guys this one is from the eagles camp so on sunday in the second half the Eagles bench starting quarterback Carson Wentz for the backup Jalen Hurts another first round draft pick um, that they picked up in the 2020 draft. So last year, Jalen Hurts was playing for the Oklahoma Sooners, and now he is going to be starting against the New Orleans Saints this coming Sunday. They needed a desperate change for sure. I can't blame them. Yeah, I mean, Carson Wentz was struggling. This has definitely been his worst season. I think, I don't know, because he's... He's kind of 50-50, right? Like, he's got some great games, and he's got some sucky games. But the games where he does pretty well, he's great. But this season, I think it's just people have his number. Um, what can I say? I think he has run his course there in Philadelphia. There's a lot of people speculating that Philadelphia might be uh, looking for a trade pretty soon. I don't well, know. Well, I, I, you know, when it comes to Carson... From what I remember, I think his first game of the season, I think he did extremely well from what I remember. Uh-huh. And then it just went downhill right away. Um, and he's uh-huh. never really been able to recover. But in regards to his contract, uh, I can't remember the exact statistics, but man, the contract he has is, is going to weigh down Philadelphia, you know, for the next couple of years. So 
it's almost like they can't afford to get rid of them uh, because of the contract they just gave them. So I, I think they're really Very hoping true. to just kind of kickstart him um, and hoping, you know, this benching will produce something positive for him to kind of get it together. And if they maybe. do good for him, yeah. you know, and, and, and you're right. Maybe he, but, yeah, ugh. maybe he did come into a place of complacency. Um, but, you know, he also didn't get a summer camp, right? And he's not really working with the best uh, receiver core uh, out there. I think they're, they're, they did kind of waste a first round draft pick. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, they they could have got him, gotten him some receivers, <laughs> so you know, and also I mean this in this game he did not have uh, one of his uh, favorite targets in Dallas Goddard. Um, so in this last game, so he did struggle. Um, they are going to go with Jalen Hurts against the Saints, and I, I think it's just too soon to see whether or not they're going to try trading him, honestly. It would be a bad move anyways to trade him this early because they don't know if Jalen Hurts is a sh- for sure thing. Oh, yeah, you, you're definitely going to give both of them time in a sense. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I honestly, I don't think it matters what wide receivers you give him. You can give him Tyreek Hill, Keenan Allen. <laughs> You know, DeAndre Hopkins, some of the throws he was making, yeah. just not giving his wide receivers any chance. Yeah, no, it's he, and he tends to drift to his right whenever he throws. So if he's got a breaking route or if he's got a crossing route that's going to the left, uh, he's going to throw behind that receiver and more than likely throw a pick, you know. So um, they're looking at it. Um, but I, I just feel like... I don't know. <laughs> He's got to work on that mechanic because it is bad. All right. So in other news, we have uh, activity out of the New York Jets camp. Uh, so this is funny. Okay. Uh, <laughs> on Sunday afternoon, the New York Jets were leading against the Las Vegas Raiders. And um, so weird to hear that. Right. <laughs> I mean, they were going to win. Las Vegas Raiders had the ball. It was third and 16. And with seconds left on the clock, all the Jets had to do was defend against the pass. Okay. And it doesn't matter if he gets a first down at this point because they were out of timeouts all you have to do is defend the end zone and instead of doing that they call a um all-out blitz um so they call an eight-man blitz which leaves three defenders to defend against the pass um clearly okay (laughs) Derek carr is way better than to be pressured against the blitz um, he managed to, you know, go deep into the pocket, uh, miss out on the blitz, find a wide receiver that was open, and score a touchdown. And they had the go-ahead win. The thing about that is the New York it's Jets. Any given Sunday, dude. Any given Sunday. Yeah, it would. Be, it would have been any given Sunday if the New York Jets won. That's my thing. The Raiders were supposed to win that game. But the New York Jets had a chance for the upset, um, and they lost, right? They literally had all they had to do was defend what they knew was going to be a Hail Mary pass. Yep. Come on, man. 
it is one of those things like what kind of a bonehead call was that now in their defense okay calling the all-out blitz and pressuring the quarterback does work from time to time um in the majority of the time it works against inexperienced quarterbacks um (laughs) but the thing is i feel like that's just one of those moments where again you know how i feel like these are the best of the best they get paid a ridiculous amount of money and every once in a while you just throw a gamble on something that has a high chance of working and the hell mary comes through anyways Uh, yeah. yeah yeah that's true Unless you are a rookie and you're in your first three years of your contract with the team. Um, When you're in a rookie contract, you don't really get too much money. Um, After your first three years, then you can negotiate for a bigger contract. Um, But as a rookie... Your initial contract just depends on, you know, what draft, uh, what draft order you were picked at, and in this case, the rookie was number thirty-eight, Brandon Bryant, uh, and that person is a safety for the New York Jets. He got beat on a, a sluggo route, which is kind of a hesitation route. Um. The uh, sluggo, basically, the wide receiver is going to stop, turn around, and then turn around again, and then just just go. Um, he bit on that route, all right, and and got beat deep. It was pretty terrible. Um, and, and this is something common in rookies. You'll see rookies hesitate from time to time, and it's just that slight hesitation. Dude, I feel like it. you're defending these people, and they get paid millions of dollars to play football, okay? And maybe the rookie doesn't get paid millions, but... Nah. Dude, they, no. do. <laughs> they do get paid millions. They just don't get paid. It. I, I'm no, not. you know what? You know what, Mike? Uh, I I think you're blaming the wrong rookie on, on this call. I think uh, you know, with uh, the Jets in the position they are, I think the the rookie you have to blame is hashtag Tank for Trevor. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm glad you went there. Okay, so yes, there is some speculation as to why. They made that call. Uh, there is a hashtag tank for Trevor going on. It is very widely speculated that the bottom teams in the league at this point are just tanking um, for the future of their team. Uh, and the future of their team just basically. Now, Rick. Uh, basically, Craig. depends. Craig joined us. I love that Craig Bob Welcome, Craig. Joined us all late. <laughs> Welcome. So I'm having <laughs> recording issues, and uh, Craigbot is basically the bot that records on Discord. Discord is having an overabundance of usage. Guess what? It is COVID 2020 time. People are basically just, I don't know, they're podcasting. They're... Um, they're FaceTiming each other via Discord because that's the only way to be social these days. So it's causing our well, servers to crash. There are FaceTime, though. There are, yeah. There are. I mean, there are Zoom calls. There are actual FaceTime. There's Facebook chat that you could do. Um, Snapchat. Yeah. Snapchat? Dude, one time, me, you, and John switched to three different apps just to check different filters <laughs> yeah. to see which was the most fun to talk on. <laughs> yes, oh, absolutely. And I totally agree. 
Uh, I mean, we could be, technically, we could be on Facebook chat right now because we're not recording via Discord. We tried. We're actually recording via Audacity, so... Our, well, our, now we're recording via Discord too, apparently. Uh, yeah, I was gonna right. say Craig joined us. <laughs> we'll we'll see. We shall see, cause I we'll I'm see how long not Craig even stays sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll I do feel bad. I do like my Craig. Oh, bot, oh, oh, he was gone for a moment. Uh, now recording. Oh, oh god, he's crazy. Oh uh, boy. Now Craigbot is just gonna be like, "Ha! I'm trolling you now for all the shit you've been talking about me." You know what? You know what? The, the last episode should be just a mashup of all these failed podcasts all in one. No context. I was saying something about that actually uh, to Candice earlier. Like I, I could do like a, a lost tapes episode where we just kind of like we mesh in all the uh, the juicy audio from the last two weeks unfortunately do, do we have juicy audio like we, not we, just audio but it's a juicy we we did it like we oh my gosh this is craig button now recording oh i feel like this is just such a 2020 podcast right now like, <laughs> oh my gosh it's just the 2020 of it all you guys it is i'm gonna i'm gonna see if i can just there we go Oh, okay. I'm gonna see if I can there you go. stop these from coming in and you know what it is? It's all those times I try to I try to connect through Craig and uh nothing was happening and then all of a sudden it's just now catching up. <laughs> now mm-hmm. catching up. And I'm like, dude, like thirty minutes later, why not? <laughs> Fucking Alright. And, and that's the thing. With Audacity, I've got my computer audio connected straight to my soundboard. And it is picking up a lot of static, I feel like. But, I mean, it is what it is. Listeners, you're going to have to put up with a little bit of static. But you do get the the golden sound of my voice to compete okay. with that. Okay, <laughs> well, I was going to... BS Black right there. <laughs> let's, let's calm down. Back to the football. Um, so, yeah, there's some speculation that the bottom teams are tanking for that first round draft pick. Of course, the teams involved are going to deny. But you can't help but speculate. Uh, hey, hey! I don't know, I'm assuming you're yelling at your dog. She is. She's yelling at her dog, guys, not at me. You know what she's doing? Killing your Christmas tree? She's drinking my drink. Nice. <laughs> nice. Just like mama. She got, she got her tongue all up in my glass right now. Ooh. <laughs> now That's a lot of alcohol. <laughs> she's oh, going to be hungover. You know, and I, speaking of Candace's drink, I don't think we mentioned that the reason she's drinking today is because on a drunk podcast, she couldn't open the bottle of Fireball that I made her buy, basically, because yeah. she lost a bet earlier in the season where I got to pick yep. her uh, drunk podcast drink. Yep. She had the bottle of Fireball, yeah. but could not open it. So, and Mikey came over today yeah. and opened it for me. I made sure that that bottle was open. And, and I thought that was funny. It was open, wasn't it, Mikey? It was. It was kind of tough. I'm not going to lie. It really was. They, it had one of those aluminum twist-off things on the top of it. And it was tough to budge. I have to admit, if I wasn't wearing the 
latex gloves because I was coming straight from work. All right, I had the latex gloves on, and it it gave me extra grip. And if I didn't have that extra grip, it would have just been really tough in my hand to twist that cap off. And I was like, dude, I honestly don't blame that you weren't able to get it off. I'm not gonna lie. Um, well. At least you got it open so she could finally drink it. Yeah. And I because believe, I, uh, I'm paying my dad. I'm drinking it. <laughs> there she is. What was She's even the drink I told you to, to uh, make? It was like a fireball mixed with like some apple hard cider or something like that. I thought it I was. Don't I don't know. I have Jameson in it and I have the fireball in it. I thought it was supposed to be oh, an well. apple whiskey uh, with the fireball to make it kind of like a cinnamon apple. Um drink i don't know but i have i have fireball and jameson right on i mean i feel like that's close close enough enough, right in fact i would say the jameson and the fireball hit harder um so i don't know props to you thank you it does sound like i'm gonna have to try that drink out though because it sounds really good a apple whiskey with the cinnamon whiskey no honestly that sounds really good so is it like a Crown Royal? Because Crown Royal has an apple too, right? I have oh, I no idea. I'm pretty Crown- sure Jack Daniels has an apple whiskey, though. Do they? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Perhaps my bartender friends over at the Red Moon Ale House are uh, listening and can chime in. They're not listening, of course. They're not paying for these name drops, by the way. But I keep name dropping them because they're my homies. <laughs> anyway, okay. Oh, yeah. Candace's face is just whatever. Uh, anyway, we need to keep talking about these jets, okay? Because we still are, okay? Because they fired somebody in that organization. And my thing is, it wasn't Adam Gase. Why wasn't it Adam Gase? That's your head coach. All right, the Jets are like, oh and fucking what, thirteen right now, or oh and twelve. Dang. They're oh and twelve. Yeah, they need a new head coach. I, what they I do. think the answer is obvious. Adam Gacy is the, uh, you know, what other coach do you want leading your Jets into the tank? I mean, he's the only one that can guarantee it. So there you go. <laughs> everyone else is gonna try to win. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess you're right, but they had to fire somebody in that organization, and they chose to <laughs> fire Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator. Did um, they have to fire somebody? Like, <laughs> I guess so. Nobody has to fire anybody. <laughs> they were just like, we have to fire someone. We have to somebody look like we're go. interested. You, you gotta look like you care about you right. know how good your team if is you doing, want to. So. If you want to retain any of your fans in a tank season, this is how you do. It. You find a scapegoat, and you 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 fire that person. And it was uh, it was Greg Williams, the defense coordinator, whose responsibility it was to call that the uh, all out blitz on third and sixteen with like eight seconds left on the clock. It was pretty fucking stupid. But there it is, guys. That's your reason why your Jets are zero and twelve right now. 
is because it's, your it's defense only is stupid <laughs> because it didn't work. It is right, and if it did work, then you have a genius, right? You, your right. Greg Williams looks freaking genius, and to be quite honest, like Darren Waller balled out that week, right? He Ooh, yeah. he was killing that New York Jets defense. For them to hold the New York Jets to, I'm not sorry, for the Jets to hold the Las Vegas Raiders to basically like 24 points was pretty miraculous. And they had a 28 to 24 lead and they blew it. That's that's just embarrassing. <laughs> sorry. In other news, this one was actually shared from Jeremy. He had something to say about this. Basically, he is a 49ers fan. Uh, I'm a Cowboys fan. He was saying that he's disappointed because they moved the San Francisco 49ers versus the Dallas Cowboys game from a primetime spot on Sunday night uh, to Sunday morning uh, in favor of the Jets versus... I'm sorry. (laughs) The Giants versus the Browns. And... Fans are disappointed, right? Obviously. Like, Jeremy is like, nah, man, I wanted to see my boys. You mean just prime the 49ers time. and the Cowboy fans are disappointed? <laughs> see, I'm not, all right? I'm I'm more of a Cowboys critic than I am a fan these days. But <laughs> but players and coaches, for sure, they are. Um, players of both organizations. But I would, I would say that the rest of the league or anyone with half a brain would be like, no, 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 NFL is doing right, all right? Because people are getting real tired of seeing the Dallas Cowboys on primetime television and not not even show up to the games. Like, uh, at this point, because they're, uh, they're three and nine at this point, like, I think they're tanking as well. Uh, if they're not tanking, then they're just sucking. Like, that's just how it is. Um... The Cowboys are not playing competitive football. The 49ers have lost uh, a couple of games in a row. Uh, They don't have a starting quarterback. Um, Their defense got lit up uh, on Sunday night. Um, I'm sorry, on Monday night. But to be quite honest with you, like, the 49ers do seem like the better team, uh, you know, on paper anyway. Um, I just feel like... Look at on paper, Mikey. Well, I mean, I just feel like you're going to get a better game out of watching the Browns and the New York Giants. Um, I feel like the Giants, because they're tied at first place in the NFC East, I know that that's not a a big accomplishment, but I, I just feel like they're in a spot where they can make it to the playoffs and uh, improve. And they are actually looking like a decent team if they can get some pieces together. Um, I know that they're missing um, <clears throat> uh, what's-his-face, their running back. Ah, God, I forget his name. Um, oh, you're talking Saquon about Devontae Bun- Barkley. Are you even listening, little D? Oh, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, they're missing Saquon Barkley because they lost him for the season. Um, Daniel Jones uh, is still their starting quarterback, but he's just, I don't know. <laughs> he's the next Carson Wentz. <laughs> you know what, though? But it... it it makes sense what you're saying, like about the the switching of the times, because yeah, you know, you're you either play or you either show, I guess, in prime time, two teams that are really not in playoff contention, yeah. or you put the two teams that are in playoff contention. So I mean, there's more at stake with between the Browns and the Giants, and yeah, 
you know, when was the last time you could say that a game that the Browns are playing actually matters? Right. <laughs> this is so, so true. This I is feel true. Like There's some recognition. Yeah. You know, they've been they they've really turned it around. Not gonna lie, both teams are actually in kind of their hot streaks right now, so it would be. Um, it would be better for them to, you know, be in the primetime spotlight, I think. Um, and this is as a fan of football. Like, I want to see good football. And I'm getting tired of seeing the Cowboys in primetime television getting embarrassed. It's just ridiculous. And they're such a disappointment this season. It's well, like I mean, the one year the Cardinals, it was like, dude, every game they were losing two Cardinals to injuries. You know what I mean? And like you said, the third string comes out. They're trying their best. You know, sometimes <laughs> yeah. it just happens. And I also know, uh, you know, they've changed games around like this before. Yep. You know, the Cowboy and they're not the first team that's been pulled, you know, because there's better football to be watched. This is true. Yeah, Cowboys don't need to be in any more prime time. They don't need it. They don't deserve it. They need to win some games, and then they could be on prime time. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's do week 13. This is our last week of regular season contention. And, uh... Yeah. I'm losing, so I don't care. Like, it's not going to affect oh, oh, no, me yeah. at all. Candace, you're, you're officially... <laughs> You're officially yeah, our geek. You know what? Yeah. This whole season, no matter how I've rearranged my team, like the points just weren't there. Like I put up the most maximum points that the players could get, and everybody else's players were just well. Even if it was a, like you're points. you're loyal, Candice. That's that's what like you like. You're Larry Fitzgerald is your homeboy. We all know this now. And I we're like, she's week. never going to move like I moved him to the bench this week. I <laughs> Maybe a couple weeks too late. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you should have been doing this in like week five. You should have been like, you know what? Maybe Larry Fitzgerald is not the number one receiver there in Arizona. Uh, maybe it's D-Hop. And Christian Kirk would be number two. Uh, maybe I, I should put Christian Kirk do You do have Christian Kirk. The point in is, fact, even if I would have moved them, it's still like the points weren't, they just weren't there, dude. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay, all right. Let's start with the Gotham Knights visiting Tiger Eye Plants. I wish that John was here for this because you lost by less than a point. Um, uh, that, and, and, that, and that's <laughs> why I'm still hoping for a stack correction that's probably not going to happen. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you lost. Yeah, no, no. Who came into the room right now? Huh? With me? Yeah. Oh, that was my wife. Hi. She's very pretty. Hi. And that's why I married her. Oh, that's so sweet. I'm going to keep that on our podcast. I'm not going to edit that out. All right. But yeah, I mean, you were favored to win this matchup. Uh, 136.1 to John's 113.5. Uh, both of you guys underperformed, but... John came out the winner uh, with a score of 100.6 to your score of 100 point. Uh, if we round up, it's 100.5. So you know, you know, Mike. Yeah, I'm blaming you for this loss more than anybody because I have no idea. Because you traded me 
Justin Herbert, who failed me miserably this week. That's all your fault. I'm, I'm blaming it on you. Well, all right. I traded you Justin Herbert for DeAndre Swift, and DeAndre Swift didn't even play this game uh, this week. So, in fact, I did you a favor. You ended up with 4.3 points when you could have had DeAndre Swift, who got you zero. What I would have done you a favor. <laughs> but well, you did have Taysom Hill again. Mm-hmm. Who did better? You just you you had to choose between Justin Herbert, a starting quarterback, versus Taysom Hill, a backup quarterback. I mean, I would have made the same decision you did. Uh, I don't think we. I don't think anybody saw that um, the Chargers were going to struggle against against the New England Patriots, but they well, did. Uh, I hate Oof. I hate to praise the Patriots because. I hate them being a Charger fan, and yeah. after this week, it has not has changed. That's not changed Does at all. Does anybody like them? Uh, no, there's some Fuck New em. England people like them, uh, <laughs> but uh, Eric likes them. Yeah, it was it was surprising how well they were able to contain him and not let him do anything. Um, yeah, what can I say? It was just. I mean, I think everybody was expecting a bad game from Justin Herbert. Eventually, I just didn't think it was going to be this week, but. I guess the Patriots have been improving this year little by little, and that definitely showed an improvement in their defense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that culture over there in uh, in New England is just, like, unaccepting of uh, their performance lately. Um, you know, they had to pick the game up eventually, and they, they finally did. <laughs> you know, they came to play on Sunday. What What can I say? The thing is, you you just you have too many Chargers on your roster, you know. Like, had you had mixed things up just a little bit, I would have I would have thunk that you would have done a little bit better. In fact, if you had switched out Keenan Allen for Robert Woods, uh, that would have been a difference maker there. Um, yeah. Same thing with Melvin Gordon, a former Charger. Uh, for Austin Eckler. So, yeah. You know, I, I wasn't planning on being so heavily invested uh, in the Chargers, but it just kind of happened on accident, and that's yeah. what happens when you have so many players playing yeah. on your um, team, you know, from the same team. Yeah. If they have a bad game, you're, you're going to have a bad time. You're going to have a bad time. But, yeah. Um, you did have a challenge with John in that one. What was your challenge and uh, your agreement there? So, because we were calling it the uh, Master versus Apprentice Bowl, kind of a Star Wars reference there, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of come up came up with a Star Wars-related challenge. I found this really cool um, Mandalorian gift box that I told John, hey, how about the winner buys this for the loser? And uh, I think he pretty much agreed to it. Uh, and I thought, hey, I'm going to get a nice Mandalorian box gift set from, you know, John. Uh, it didn't turn out that way, unfortunately. <laughs> so now I am the one that would have to get him to him. But, you know, right before we went on, uh, even though he had to go, uh, John yeah. said instead of buying him the uh, Mandalorian, you know, gift set box that I showed him. Yeah. He rather I donate that money 
uh, to uh, Toys for Tots. So I will make a donation to Toys for Tots on John's behalf. Right on. That is pretty badass, actually. We need more uh, philanthropic ideas like that as far as our challenges go. So that's really cool of you two. Uh, way to go there. As far as the master and apprentice or master versus apprentice bowl, I really do hope to see more of that next year. Um, and who knows? We might see a, a, a bowl number three in our playoffs because you guys are both in it. Uh, so right yeah, on. It's definitely not over this rivalry. <laughs> if we end up in the final together, that'll be interesting. Yeah. But what I love, though, what I love seeing is that John is doing so well, and his main tactic has been to troll Candace essentially with his draft yes! picks. <laughs> you know? So it's just like, all right, what quarterback does Candace want? Kyler Murray. I'm going to steal Kyler Murray. <laughs> Everything I wanted, he perfectly got because I wanted it. He didn't even know what he was doing. But you know what? Okay, you knew he wanted the running back, Nick Chubb. And so what you did to to alter his course was you drafted Nick Chubb. The thing is, you also dropped Nick Chubb and you you essentially sent him to waivers, uh, which is funny because now uh, Lil D has, has that player. And he he essentially balled out for him this week. So there's that. So there's also another reason why you're losing points is because you're getting rid of some good players. It's because he was on the injury list and didn't do anything for me for three weeks. Like, yeah, but you things? have to watch that. You have to be like, okay, when's he coming back? And they sure did, at some point they thought he was going to be out for the whole season. Okay. okay. Like, well, okay. I'll I give you that. I'll give you that. on my bench for, I don't know how many weeks. He's only given me like three weeks this whole year. Yeah. I mean, there are certain things you have to sit on. Like, um, someone got rid of Raheem Mostert. I picked him up because I knew that he was going to be available late in the season. All right, we're going to move on to Candace's matchup. So, Candace, you face off against the Ghost Valley Phantoms. Um, you guys actually had the lowest scores in the league. Uh, as far as, like, what happened to your players, I have no idea. Um, but you came out on the losing end of things. You scored 64.3 points to the Phantoms, 78.9. Um... Wow, what happened? Let's see. You had Hunter Henry in your flex position. He he was on that losing end with the Chargers. Oof, that was rough. Uh, you also had Christian Kirk, wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. He, uh, he was a big bust for the week. Uh, only scored you 1.2 points. Uh, Randy Bullock, the kicker got you a big fat zero so those things combined those three players combined scored you less than three points um so this game was about who had less players who who busted essentially um and for the phantom only antonio gibson was a bust for his team uh he scored 1.4 points um but even if my players would have done well like (laughs) Phantom was still projected to beat me. Like, it's not like there was... Yeah, 116 to your 104. Um, 
but you had Baker Mayfield on your bench. He he would have done better than Patrick Mahomes, which is kind of a rarity, right? Who would have thunk that? Um, yeah. You actually didn't have too many points on your bench. Um, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh may- maybe Candace is also tanking for Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> too bad our draft doesn't work that way in fact I was thinking of doing a live draft next season and we're going to determine the the uh, the draft order kind of the same way we did uh, this year too which is we're going to do a marble race <laughs> alright so moving on our n- number two seed in our league is facing off against the Yuma Sea Boys uh, Yuma Sea Boys is uh, on a hot streak because he did not want to be last in our league. He did not want to be our Geeko two years in a row. Um, he actually put up some points. Yuma Sea Boys put up 120.7 points to Quanway's 138.5. Uh, Quanway did come out the winner in that one, and thus our number two seed. Um, we're going to move on. None of those players are here. Moving on to my game, the Rebel Alliance versus the Yuma Dem Boys. So, last week, right, Daniel, you you kicked my ass, right? <laughs> you beat me like 187, or no, 190 to my 156. Like, I had my best game of the season to that point, and you still beat me. Like, it wasn't enough. This season, I mean, this game, I was like, nah, man, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna kick someone's butt this week. Um, not really. I think I lucked out. Um, I actually had Darren Waller uh, on my bench, who scored 45 points by himself, um, which is pretty amazing. And of all people. Yeah, I just like, what the hell did Darren Waller do, man? Um, he had over 200 yards receiving. I believe he had just as not not just as many. It doesn't work like that, Michael. No, uh, Darren Waller had what two touchdown receptions in that game. Um, it, it was just amazing to see him like improve so well um, because the week before he was barely involved in that offensive scheme. This this week he just did amazingly well for me um but if not yeah. for him i don't think i would have done apart so from kelsey he's probably you know the best tight end right now we have at the moment with kittle out yeah with kittle out and last season i actually had both darren waller and kittle on my on my team i think that was wow. the reason why i did so well last season is because i had two good tight ends <laughs> this year however i only have the one um, so it's just going to be interesting to see uh, where things go from there. But I did end up beating the Yuma Dem Boys 170 to his 117.5. Um, most of that was because I had Darren Waller. <laughs> so good stuff. I am happy. Well, I mean, even without Darren Waller, you would have beat him. I mean, but that's just how big of a difference yeah. one person can make. Yeah, absolutely. And I I forget to mention, because we didn't get to mention it last week, or it didn't get recorded anyway, but you had such a high score because you had Tyreek Hill. 
and uh, Tyreek Hill had a record-breaking first half um, uh, against the Tampa Bay Bucks. You I know, think we talked about that last week, even though it didn't get recorded. Yeah, well, one of the things we didn't talk about because just happened this week was the catch that wasn't going to catch that was a catch for Tyreek Hill that did not get challenged. (laughs) We were talking about that at work, too. We were like, did you see that uh, touchdown catch that he had that they said wasn't a catch? And for whatever reason, they didn't challenge it. That was just weird. That cost me the game, actually. Yeah. They had that uh, touchdown. I would have won. All right, guys. Well, I think we have run our show. We've already gone through the biggest busts. We've gone through our week 13. Next week is all the playoffs. And you know what, guys? We have moved on to a six-team playoff. All right. There are three rounds. And in round one, the top two seeds get a bye week. So... You know, I was also going to suggest for the... Is there still going to be a consolation bracket? There is. In weeks... uh, I'm sorry, rounds one and two, I believe. Okay. Because as an incentive to keep those teams interested, uh, you know, (laughs) Candice is already shaking her head. Uh, (laughs) I've already lost. You could incentivize them by maybe... Awarding the winner of the consolation bracket <laughs> with maybe a top five pick next year instead of, you know, uh, a lower seed. Or hell, if you really want to get crazy and give the winner of the consolation bracket the number one pick next year. Mm, that that does seem fair. Um, I'll have to consider that because, you know, what we normally do with that one number one pick is you know we try to do that in a random order um but yeah i mean what i was going to do for the geeko was because i mean let's just face it candace is gonna have to be shamed right congrats uh what what the nfl does for the last seeded team is they give them the number one draft pick next year i think we should do the same thing right um, but for the consolation bracket, I do want something to incentivize them to still play. So, I, you know, that is also a good idea, too. So, I don't know. I think what we should do is uh, the consolation bracket has to compete for the number two pick. That sounds good. But I, I, I think I, I think I see what you mean. So the Geeko can have a chance to improve next year with the one. And yeah. then maybe the consolation bracket, the two. Yeah. So. That seems like a, a a little bit more competitive, but then, you know, what happens if you know the Geeko is the winner of the consolation bracket, which I think happened I last year. One and two, like hey, no, you can't me. have two picks in one draft, one round. Why not? You can't. then everybody else would just go twice while I waited. No. And then it would even it all back out again. Let me see how that would work. Right, Daniel? Back me up on this. You would Daniel. have to wait till round. I think Candace is still just trying to tank for Trevor. <laughs> At this point. Well, I mean, she's already. She's already the Geeko. Um, That's true. You, congrats. <laughs> you win. Now, you just want to be now she's answer. trying to win for number two. So, whoever our number two is, win for I'm Trevor. Just saying, it could be me. 
Yeah, so I would. I'd have to wait till like round six to do go again. Round three, right? Because <laughs> uh, you would be getting your weight. Yeah, yeah. No, you know. If I picked two in a row, and then if I you all went like yeah three, four. Yep. Then I would be in five again. No, you would be in w- three. Because you would man. only have you'd one have two picks already. Picks. That's. That's, she, she's going that's for the something. one and two. I don't think we should incentivize the Kiko that much. <laughs> yeah. At the same yeah. time, though, we all know if a football player gets injured, has COVID, it's any given Sunday. There's no guarantees here, people. Yeah. Are you drinking each time you say that, by the way? Oh, yes, I am. I have it. <laughs> you, sh- you should be. At the end of our podcast, I'm calling you out on that. Um mm-hmm. All right, so next week in our playoff bracket, we have the Rebel Alliance, the number six seed, facing off the number three seed, the Ghost Valley Phantoms. And then right there in the middle, uh, we have the Tiger Eggplants, the number two versus Carlos uh, Glizzy Gladiator, the number uh, four. That's fun to say, isn't it? Glizzy Gladiator. Nope, number three seed. I'm sorry. Anybody? No. Okay. Glizzy Gladiator? Wait, how did that bracket work out? I don't know. Did I? Oh, oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. No. The number six seed is facing off against Tiger Eggplants, who is actually our number three seed. And then, uh,. Four and five is uh, the Ghost Valley Phantoms versus the uh, Rebel Alliance AF. Sorry, that was confusing. Me and Quanway that get the buys, right? Yes, Gotham Knights and Quanway are the number two, number, yeah, our top seeded team. So those two are on a bye week. So. we, We don't even get results from you guys next week. That's sad. Sad. I'm still going to set a lineup. <laughs> All right. In our consolation brackets, we have the Yuma Sea Boys facing off against the Super Cami team. And then Whiskey in a Teacup gets to face off against the Yuma Dem Boys. And uh, you got to watch out there. Brian is actually on our waiver wires, too. So, Candace, you. You have to you have to get on that waiver wire, adjust your roster a bit. I do. You act like I don't, and I do. I'm telling you, I do, and it just doesn't matter this year. I know, I know, I know. There's a reason last why you year, didn't leave as many last points. Last year, on yes, it mattered, but this year, I feel like no matter what I do, it just doesn't matter this year. Yes. Like, yes. You know, uh, m- maybe maybe you need an oracle for next year, Candice. Yeah. Oh, do I need yeah. do I need an oracle? Yeah. Yeah. Did I? I need to get. I'll be out. available next year. <laughs> oh, will you? Are you not playing Depends. next year? No, he is. Oh, yeah. Are you just gonna do both? You, you just do don't both? have. You don't I'll, have. I'll do both. I'll yeah. give you fantastic advice, especially <laughs> for the weeks you go up against me. Oh, okay. Okay. I guarantee okay. that. See <laughs> how this is working out here. All is fair in love and fantasy football. Yeah. Exactly. I don't think that's how that goes, but okay. <laughs> Um, so we down to the butt of the week. So our butt of the week 
we actually already mentioned him and this is actually kind of a tie um, because it was hard for me to decide but I think I did it is going to be Brandon Bryant number 38 the rookie safety of the New York Jets okay because it's one thing because okay it was a runner up it was either that guy or it's Carson Wentz alright and here's why I chose this rookie safety. He's the one that got beat late in the uh, the Jets versus the Las Vegas Raiders game, right? He was the one that... We talked about that, yes. Yeah, he, he got beat pretty bad. Um, but it's one thing for Carson Wentz to cost him his own job, right? But Brandon Bryant, because of his mess up, he cost somebody <laughs> else their job. <laughs> so he's the butt of the week, all right? And that's how I came to my decision. No it's, argument here. It's fucked yeah. up, but that's hilarious to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but you know what? If uh, if you, the listener, have any other ideas for our butt of the week, or if you want to share a story where some rookie came in, screwed up so bad that they cost somebody else their job, hit me up. You can reach out to me at Mike check. I'm sorry. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Mike check nine one seven. That's M I C C Z E C H. And you also have Candace over here. Where can people hit up you at hit you up at? Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Candace underscore kiss. All right. And Lil D where can people reach out to you at? You can uh, find me on Twitter at dhuarez03. All right. And the rest of Geek Elite Media is at Geek Elite Media on Twitter, at Geek Elite Media on Instagram. Facebook.com forward slash Geek Elite Media is our Facebook page. Find archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts from our network on our website, geekelitemedia.com. Also, check out our Patreon page for more exclusive material you can only get on Patreon. And whatever podcatcher you use to listen to us, please rate and review us to help spread the awareness of our network. But until next week, this is the Fantastical Football Podcast saying, always remember to geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. 